Welcome to the Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM. Today is March the 2nd, and it is currently 5.07 p.m. My name is Christine Kim. I'm Ashley Park. And I'm Andy Ta. We are your show hosts for this afternoon, and we are broadcasting to you live from the University of British Columbia campus from unceded Musqueam territory. Today is a very special show because it is one dedicated to helping the CITR radio station raise Mm -hmm. $40,000. Right now, we are at $17,915.40. We are trying to break the 18,000 mark, so hopefully... All of you listeners are willing to help us out here. Um, So what is this amount all going to go to? This amount is going to go to supporting training and development here at the station. And our fund drive theme um, that CITR has commissioned is growing our cultures. And what this means is we are going to be growing the training and the development um, here at CITR radio station to grow more writers, more broadcasters, and increase the breadth of our on-air programming. So you might be wondering, why should we support our independent radio station? Why should we support CITR? Well, Andy, why should we? Well, there, there are a few reasons, actually. Uh, we are a registered nonprofit accountable and accountable to our listeners and local community. Hmm. All right. right. No one tells our programmers uh, what to play or what to cover. So we have our own free choice on what we want to put on air. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We have freedom. Uh, we tell our st- we tell stories that are important to our listeners. You know, we're accountable to you guys. Mm-hmm. So let's say, for instance, that you know people want to hear something that's alternative. They don't want just mainstream news. They want what you know students at UBC uh, think and want to share. That's what CATR does. Exactly, and we also run very few ads. You know, we don't want to have you know people talking about car insurance in the middle of some rock and jams, right, guys? <laughs> some rocking jams. Yeah, some rocking jams indeed. Anyways. What we ask from you guys is we want to keep this quality independent radio on the air. And to do so, please donate at this number, 604-822-8648, or also known as? Uh, UBC Unit. That's U-N-I-T. Again, 604-822-8648. You can donate at any point throughout the show. And to encourage our very first donation, the first person to call in will be receiving a freshly baked batch of chocolate chip cookies. Oh my god! Made by Christine Kim, oh my your god. host. Whoa. That's no, me. No. Oh my god. I'm sorry, but if you've never tried Christine's cookies before, they're the reason why they alliterate because they just taste so damn good. So we are going to give you some time to donate. Um, please do so, and we, as your show hosts, will be right back. Um, you are listening to the Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM. Support CITR. Hey there. My name is Callum Ng, the Executive Director of BC Athlete Voice. We are an athlete-focused organization helping British Columbia's athletes become their best. How do we do that? Well, if you're a BC athlete, we can help you with pretty much everything related to leadership, advocacy, and education. For example, we can help you find funding, start a new athlete group, or develop better public speaking skills. It's all at bcathletevoice.ca. And don't forget to look for us on Twitter and Facebook by searching BC Athlete Voice. Check it out. AMS Food Bank. Your access to money during the studies at UBC will most likely be limited, but it is a priority of the AMS Food Bank to ensure your access to food is not. The AMS Food Bank provides emergency food relief seven days a week for all UBC students to volunteer with the food bank or for inquiries about how to take advantage of the services provided. Contact them at foodbank at ams.ubc.ca. For more information, find the AMS Food Bank on Facebook or feel free to visit anytime across from the Wellness Center and Sprouts. 
Every second Wednesday of the month from 6 to 9 is Women in Career Night at the Bike Kitchen. Bring your bike and give it some love in this safe and positive space for anyone who identifies as female or queer. Come learn how to fix your own bike with the help of a female or queer-identified mechanic and volunteers. Plus, there's free pizza. Visit bikecoop.ca for more information. Do you like sports? Are you looking for a way to give back to your community? Right to Play is an international organization that empowers kids through sports. Here at UBC, our volunteers work to provide equal opportunity for sport to children in the Vancouver area. We raise money to support Right to Play's global initiatives because we believe that when children play, the world wins. Check us out on our Facebook page and get involved today so that kids can be kids. Welcome back to the Arts Report. My name is Christine Kim. I'm Ashley Park. And I'm Andy Ta. Today's show is special, as we said before, and it is our fun drive show. So throughout the entire show, we are going to be trying to solicit donations and continually tell you the kind of great work that CITR radio station does. Um, we've got some Arts Report volunteers here to talk about their experience, and we have some guests. Um, here to talk about the events as well as um, kind of the impact that radio has had on themselves in particular. So without further ado, um, I'm going to be introducing our first guest, and that is Festival Artistic Director Margaret, Margaret Grenier here live in the studio. Hello. Thank you for Hello. joining us. Thank you. Um, and she is here to talk about the week-long celebration of stories, songs, and dances of the indigenous people of the Northwest Coast. Uh, the 2016 Coastal First Nations Dance Festival presented by dancers of Dan Lahamed. Dan Lahamed, thank you so much. In participation with the Museum of Anthropology at UBC, running from March 1st to 6th at MOA. So, first question, Margaret, what are you most looking forward to during this year's festival? Um, well, I think that there's two things that I look forward to each year. One is the gathering of communities and artists that come back yearly. It's our ninth year, and so we've grown straight a, quite a strong community um, with representation from throughout the Northwest Coast. This year, we also have a couple of special guest artists. We have James Jones, who is a Northern Plains Cree from Alberta, and he is an amazing young artist who performs traditional hoop dance but also bridges it with other influences such as electronic music. So he's um, he's really quite remarkable performer. And we also have Tisha Emirafe who is a smoke dancer from Haudenosaunee just outside of Toronto. And it's just amazing to have an opportunity to see artists um, come and be part of our local festival. Yeah, I really appreciate the mixture of traditional uh, artists who do tr traditional work and very modern work and kind of a mixture it's of It's very both. intercultural. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. It's um, And I think that's what the festival is about, is to help people to understand that there's a lot of diversity within all of our Indigenous communities, but also that when we look at something that we term traditional, it's something that really has a strong foundation and, and something that has a long history, but it's also something that's very much influenced by our present day, and that's the only way to move these practices forward. And what do you hope, Margaret, that this festival will um, achieve and help the Vancouver community specifically work towards? Uh, well, in Vancouver, especially when it comes to dance, we primarily have festivals that focus on contemporary dance and contemporary practices. So this is a unique opportunity to um, focus on uh, traditional Indigenous dance. Uh, it also is a time in which we can bring together uh, our youth and um, senior artists and so it's something that carries forward the practice it's also something that to me is um, uh, 
uh, it's important to have this presence here. I think um, at UBC in, in Vancouver, uh, something that people wouldn't normally have an opportunity to access unless they were going into community in other places. Mm. Are there any performances in particular that you're keen upon seeing and getting other people to see? And maybe as a follow-up to that question, uh, any performances in particular you would encourage for UBC students? Um, I think that for UBC students, what um, would be like a wonderful uh, afternoon is uh, during the afternoon on Saturday and Sunday between 1 and 4, um, it's free with admission. So it's an opportunity to come and uh, see a, a beautiful diversity of artists. Um, we have a a really strong performance lineup um, that's going to have representation from Vancouver Island, Alaska, um, the Tasha Amrothe from uh, Six Nations will be present on that day. And so I think that, you know, looking at student budgets and that sort of thing, it's just a, it's just a, a perfect uh, timing for that. We did have an education program taking place that started Tuesday and went till tomorrow, which includes workshops, and that might be something for future to, to look at as well. Well, thank you so much. Can you remind our listeners on how they can find out more about this event and how they can gain tickets for any of the parts of the event at MOA uh, that will require that? Um, I would suggest either going to the UBC uh, Museum of Anthropology website or you could go online to the Dancers of Dam Lahamid website and we have everything uh, connected to the festival there and that's at damlahamid.ca. Fantastic. And in light of our special broadcast today, because it is Fun Drive, um, can you share and explain uh, the importance of community radio to you? Um, Well, I think what it to, to me, what it is, is it's uh, just as with the festival, it's an opportunity to be connected to what's taking place here. And um, I think that it's a, a wonderful opportunity to, um, like through arts, through all of these different practices that are going on, to just be connected with it and, and be part of it. And the more experience we have with that, I think that it's, uh, it doesn't only shape ourselves, but it influences the community that we want to see. Mm, thank you so much for that. Very beautifully put. And uh, arts reporter, arts report listeners, uh, please do stay tuned because we will be talking more about community radio and uh, be talking more about how you guys can help uh, continue the great work that CITR does on a regular basis. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being on our show, Margaret. Each year, you and your community show your support for CITR by donating with Fundrive, our annual fundraiser. Get involved again this year with our theme, Growing Our Cultures. This year, we've got a goal of $40,000 to improve the training and development of volunteers and to support the myriad of cultures represented on our airwaves. You can help us reach our goal, and it's not without perks. By donating, you'll receive cool CITR swag like growlers, LPs, on-air shoutouts, and more. We're excited. Are you? CITR and Timber present American singer-songwriter and vocalist for the Fiery Furnaces, Eleanor Friedberger. Friday, March 4th at 7 p.m. at the Cobalt with guests Icewater and Rola Olak. Eleanor Friedberger is on tour to support her third solo release, New View, out now on French Kiss. Tickets are available online or at Red Cat or Zulu Records. The show is 19 plus. More info at TimberConcerts.com. Welcome back, arts report listeners, uh, to our show. The guest that you uh, heard was festival festival artistic director Margaret Grenier, who is here live in the studio to talk about uh, the 2016 Coastal First Nations Dance Festival. And she also spoke a little bit about what community radio meant to her. And we have a very special, our second special guest, um, who is... Matthew White. Matthew White is the artistic director of Early Music Vancouver, who will be talking about the highly anticipated 
Tafel Music Baroque Orchestra's House of Dreams that will take place on Friday, this Friday, March 4th at 7.30 at the Vancouver Playhouse. Thank you so much for being on our show, Matthew. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Um, Our first question um, was actually the last question that we asked uh, to our first guest, and that is, what does community radio mean to you? Oh, what does community radio mean to me? I mean, I just think it's a wonderful opportunity um, to find out all of the wonderful things that are happening uh, right next next door to you. You know, um, I like the idea that it gives the, a voice to artistic organizations and artists and, and uh, social organizations in this city and helps us to get, get our message out. Thank you so much. And on the topic of the message that you are here specifically on our show to give out, could you tell us about the inspiration and the uh, vision behind House of Dreams? Well, this is a um, Tafel Music Baroque Orchestra are really a national treasure. They're a, they're a Baroque orchestra based in Toronto, um, and they've got a, a very long-standing uh, artistic membership. So most of the players in the orchestra have been there for many, many years. And Alison McKay, who plays the, the bass in the orchestra, has been there almost since the very, very beginning. And in addition to being an amazing bass player, she's also a, a tremendously uh, creative uh, person with, a, with, a, with a, an enormous amount of historical knowledge. And so she, um, over the last, uh, I think it's 10 years now, has been developing um, what can be described as sort of multimedia shows that um, involve spoken word and poetry and Im- visual imagery and sometimes dance, and then marry it to um, the Baroque music that they've been uh, playing for so many, many years. And, and it's the sum sort of... Uh, the sum of the parts is greater um, somehow, you know, uh, the, the music is made more beautiful by, by the, by the extra non-musical elements like, like the dance and the visual imagery. So um, this particular project is kind of, uh, I think it's described as a kind of a magical journey to the meeting places of Baroque art and music. And so um, we get to, see, we get to sort of virtually visit five European homes from the 17th and 18th century, where um, we get to hear works by Bach and Handel and Vivaldi and uh, and Marais, um, played against a, a backdrop of paintings that would have hung in those rooms. Um, so it's a it's a, it's been described as like a documentary film that's brought to life. Yeah. <laughs> right. One of the things that um, was particularly, I guess interesting about this event was the mixture of the visual art with the classical music. Um, and there's quite a few, quite a number of famous composers' works that will be played during the House of Dream, like you mentioned, with Bach and Handel and Vivaldi. Um, mm-hmm. What special, what special uh, tickets and ways did the orchestra members use to memorize all of the music for this concert? Oh, that's perhaps something I should have said, which is extremely special about this project, is that, yeah, all of the, the whole orchestral program, every single note has been memorized. So um, I'm actually not 100% sure. I just remember that when I, I used to sing sometimes with the orchestra, I would see them at half time. This is over 10 years ago, um, practicing bits of some of these multimedia shows and, and figuring out ways of, of memorizing it together. Because Classical musicians, really, we spend a lot of our time looking looking at scores and looking at, at parts, you know. So it's not a skill, unlike in jazz, where people are improvising from memory all the time. Classical musicians don't do this so much. So um, I don't know what some of the techniques were that they used, but I know that they certainly would, would practice together before other rehearsals um, for months and months before they started doing the stagings for these, just to make sure that they were ready. And it, it creates a really, really interesting atmosphere on stage watching all these classical music musicians um, being able to look each other in the eye for a change, you know, because they're staring down at their at their scores. They're able to interact and move on stage, and that's part of what makes it so fascinating and full of life. Right. I When I first heard that they were going to be memorizing all these pieces, I was quite taken aback by the sheer... Um, the sheer endeavor. Um, But moving on to my next question for you, Matthew, in what ways do you think the aspects of the visual art in House of Dreams, uh, in the House of Dreams performance is going to enhance the musical experience that um, viewers come to um, come to the show? Yeah, I mean, what what I would say there is that um, 
music on its own is very, very beautiful. But of course, most of the most of this music was was composed and written um, for places of extraordinary architectural beauty, and in most of those places, uh, there was incredible art. So it's it's just it's it's a it's a it's um. I would say that it's an experience that sort of transcends the the, the, the components, the individual elements, to create something um, all-encompassing and and um, and stronger than any one of the things on its on its own. So that the music just becomes more rich by the the the, the, the richness of the imagery. Um, when yeah, no, I, I'm I'm really looking forward. To it. I mean, I haven't even seen it yet, so I, I've just seen the the, the promos and things, but. Um, I'm not even sure uh, I can describe it yet because I'm, I'm going to be able to see it for the first time myself. Um, when choosing the images for, I guess, to accompany each of the um, songs... Houses. Houses, excuse me. Um, did you guys have a particular kind of um, theme or any sort of thing that you guys wanted to um, bring out more? Like, for instance, maybe one particular uh, song? Well, let's let's put it this way. I mean, I'm not going to speak for Alison McKay, who's the one who put the whole the whole thing together. But um, I, I know that um, they they chose five specific houses in five specific cities, and um, and each of those houses had a history. And uh, in in some cases, it was a history that was connected to um, particular composers, like Handel's house in in London. And Handel, in his case, had a, a large collection of, of paintings. By Watteau and, and and a few other uh, people, so you know I think those are some of the images that they chose. So I think that there was a lot of, you know, they met with the with the people who um, who manage these houses nowadays, and 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 they did a lot of uh, looking into the history books to find out um, what paintings and what collections were were housed in these places, um, and then married it to music that was connected. So for instance, in Handel's house, you're going to get to hear a lot of Handel, <laughs> for instance, uh, when when they're in Venice. At the house of, I, I believe, the, the, he was a British uh, uh, diplomat called Joseph Smith. I think at, at, at his house he had a big uh, collection of uh, canalettos, and, and, and um, so you're going to get to see a lot of pictures of, of Venice from the 17th century when you're in that house. Uh, and then you get to hear some music by Vivaldi, who you know was one of maybe the most famous, along with Monteverdi, Venetian composer of all time. So it's all connected. It's all connected to the history. Mm. Well, thank you so much uh, for telling us more about this event. Can you remind our listeners on how they can uh, get tickets to the event um, if it's not too late? Well, I'm afraid I think it might be too late. So uh, just this morning, I think that uh, we officially sold out. Now, if I think wow. if, if you're really, really interested, which is exciting, it's over 700 seats, you know, so it's uh, it's, it's really received a tremendous amount of uh of, of interest mm-hmm. um, uh, you could probably still show up at the playhouse and see if there's some people who don't show up um, but at the moment it's it's sold out so uh, I guess the, the, the message here is next time Tafel Music is in town buy your tickets early right um, thank you so much Matthew um, again for telling us about the clearly um, highly popular um, per- performance that you guys will be doing March the 4th, 7.30 at the Vancouver Playhouse. And in light of this, we're going to be playing an excerpt from a previous House of Dreams performance. This is Handel, Dances from Alcina. Thank you so much, Matthew. Thank you. Bye-bye. You are listening to the Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM. As we said, um, we are going to be playing a excerpt from a previous House of Dreams performance. Um, this is Dances from Alcina. If by any chance you would like to donate because this is the fun drive and um, what Ashley and I are, Ashley and I and Andy are here to uh, really push is to help CITR reach their goal of $40,000. And you can help this station do that by calling 604-822-8648. So please call in and get ready because after this, this song, we are going to be having some testimonials by our very own Arts Report volunteers. Stay tuned.
disturbing. <laughs> Welcome back. My name is Christine Kim. I'm Ashley Park. And I'm Annie Tuck. We are um, broadcasting to you live from the University of British Columbia. The guest that you heard before the song was Matthew White, the Artistic Director of Early Music Vancouver. Um, he was talking to us about Tafel Music's performance of House of Dreams that's going to be taking place uh, this Friday. Highly popular, already sold out, but there's tickets, go for it. And we are in the midst of our annual fun drive, if you haven't heard that phrase <laughs> repeated often enough if you've been listening to CITR radio station. Um, and in light of that, we have an arts report volunteer by the name of Jake Clark, who many of you guys already know. Welcome, Jake. Howdy. How you doing? Jake, tell us about what the arts report means to you. Well, for me, it's kind of interesting because I, uh, I, you know, I... Came out to Vancouver from uh, London, Ontario, which is also a college town and also has a bit of a rather uh, slightly more debauched but dead definite uh, <laughs> culture there. So I, I came out here and I realized that I didn't know anybody. And um, I guess one, one of the things I've always been interested in is radio because I have a face for radio. And the and that led me to CITR. And... Uh, CITR has been one of the most opening and really one of the most just open and reasonable places that I could uh, be at is, is a thing. On this, on the Arts Report especially, I've been able to see Vancouver. I've been able to go to these great shows. Um, and that, that, that opportunity was I, – I, I consider myself very lucky for that. I get to, I get to plug the norm, also, also a, a, a good place. But this – CITR is makes me feel like uh, I am I am doing something on campus, and it does make me feel like I'm part of something, and that's a, that's a lovely feeling to have. So that that's my personal context uh, for for uh, my my fondness for CITR and the art support, and I got to thank you guys for that too. Oh shoot, gosh, I'm so like touched right now. If that doesn't make you want to donate, um, I don't know what will. Andy. All you um, need is cash. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, my question to you is the same. You've been volunteering for the Arts Report for Dude, several. Yeah, like over half a year, I think, now. Yo, that's good. That, that's pretty good. Not as much as you guys. Long yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's all right. What does the Arts Report mean to you, Andy? Well, it means a few things, but I think one of the big ones is that uh, there's, a, there's a sense that um, live events maybe has a kind of elitist um, connotation, maybe. And I think Arts Report really bridges the gap between... Well, I, I don't want to go there. You know, it's for uh, you know fancy people or whatever. <laughs> There's a sense that okay, here's people who are talking about it in a really casual way, you know, and kind of acting as um, maybe diplomats in a sense, right? That's kind of what it means to me. And also, the community aspect is really is really great. You guys are awesome. So yeah. Thank you, Andy. Ashley, it is. Completely your turn now. Why completely my turn. But I'm going to turn it around a little bit. Um, Ashley, why do you think that people should donate to CITR right now, right here? Well, one thing that CITR has always done for the community is give students voice. And the fact that a lot of people last year donated and this year donated will continue to give students that voice to, again, connect with other people, connect with UBC, and also connect to things that maybe they didn't know that they love, but they realize that they do. And I think that CITR is a really just a very welcoming community to express oneself and learn how to express oneself. Right. It is all about the community um, to really encourage you guys even further and to just kind of say thank you for um, people who have been listening thus far and people who um, are going to donate. Uh, for the next caller who does donate into the station, uh, we will be actually giving away a season pass to Ooh. Wednesday noon hours. And what Wednesday noon hours are, are their classical music performances held at the Barnett Hall at the UBC Music Building um, every single Wednesday. So you would be able to enjoy beautiful music performances by talented artists basically for the rest of the 2015-2016 uh, season with this pass. So um, And it's please. by local UBC musicians. So please donate now at 604-822-8648. That's 
800-826-8648. And so uh, actually for today's noon hour performance, since it is Wednesday, it was De- Debussy. 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 Uh, Blank et Noir, which was performed. So I'm going to be playing that. Um, please do donate. Pick up the phone and call in. Just as an added incentive, if you do donate, I will match you dollar for dollar. Whoa! I'll match you dollar for dollar up to $100. To worst! Mm-hmm. So, just an incentive. You are listening to The Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM. Welcome back to the Arts Report. I have purposely left on the music a little bit in the background to um, kind of, ambiance. Yeah, yeah, create that ambiance. Um, my name is Christine Kim. I'm Ashley Park. I'm Andy Top. I'm Jake Clark. And we are all hosting today. Well, part part of the reason why we're all here in the studio today is because of the fact that this is a very special show. It is our fun drive show. Mm-hmm. It's our fun drive. That means everyone's here, and it gives us a time to reflect on what CITR has kind of like led us to, you know, do and you know reach greater heights. And one thing I really liked about the arts report that I get to be a part of, thanks to all these wonderful donations, is that I got to go watch some amazing local stuff in Vancouver with other people who want, who are actually um, volunteering at CITR, and get o- get also that opportunity to do so. Like Andy, what are some shows that we went to together? Yeah, we've gone to a few things together now. Yeah, right? yeah, we have. Uh, My favorite one was the cultural, the cultural one, the one with the Beijing Opera. The Beijing Opera, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mine was the film festival because that was a day we just like spent the whole time walking around downtown trying to get to theater to theater. Yeah, and it's all local in Vancouver. Right, and often when we give out tickets, we give up, give them out in pairs. Isn't that, right? Isn't that right, Ashley? Yeah, that is right. That is right, Andy. We do, we do do that, and it's because we want other people to be able to access all this wonderful stuff in Vancouver and we wouldn't have been able to do all that without your help at the fun drive so if you are interested in donating for the fun drive again the number is 604-822-8648 and if you donate up to a hundred dollars again I will match you dollar for dollar I love this um, community and to know that you guys love it too that's what means the most to us and actually if you donate a hundred and 1.9 that's 101.9 you are going to receive um 
basically all of these things that I'm about to list. You're going to receive a Friends of CITR card, which gets you a bunch of discounts to a whole bunch of stores in Vancouver, a CIT growler, a CITR notebook. Growler? And as a special arts report touch, just to keep you guys incentivized, we are giving out a free pair of tickets to the dance performance of Memory Wax, featured at this year's Vancouver International Dance Festival on March the 11th. This is Memory Wax that's going to be performing at the Vancouver Playhouse. Um, And so if you donate 101.9, these tickets are yours. So do support us. Um, And we're going to keep the amazing conversation going after a few short PSA breaks. You are listening to The Arts Report at 101.9 FM. CITR. To understand more about fashion, we asked CITR student executive and fashion expert Jonathan Q what fashion means to him. Like, it's just aesthetically something that's so ostentatious. Typically, typically. I mean, because of course, I mean, it's also, you know, I mean, uh, when when you say fashion, I think people are talking explicitly about uh, consumerism as opposed to someone who buys, like, uh, like, you know. If you really want to know more about fashion, come on down to CITR in the Student Union Building of UBC and pick up some of our merchandise à la mode. Nous avons t-shirts, sweatshirts, socks, and coffee mugs. But it's also very aesthetically gripping. To keep you styling in support of the station you love. Isn't that right, Jonathan? Well, actually, is it? Because, I mean, you know, I was going to say because of the cultural vacuum that we exist within, but then, you know, uh, really, fashion today is kind of derived from the European idea of couture, and that's been around for centuries. And welcome back. You are listening to the Arts Report on CITR Radio um, FM. 101.9 FM. I am Christine. We have Ashley, Andy, and Jake all in the studio today. It is a very special day. It is our fun drive. We are trying to help CITR Radio raise $40,000 over the course of one week here at the station. And we basically want every single listener's help. Yeah, we, we really do um, mm. actually rely on you guys because without your help, again, we would not be able to do the cool things we are able to do. And again, your continued patronage just gives us the incentive to make sure we bring you really awesome content, such as reviewing some really cool shows. Like for, I think the, pa- the past year, we went to a lot of cool things. Like Jake, what did, what did you go to? Oh, well, just with now with you, Ashley, I remember we went to Heather's. That was amazing. Most, one of, honestly, prob- if not the best musical I've ever seen, mm-hmm. it, at the very least, like it was just amazing show. I, I don't know, it, it was, it was a hard hitting show on many levels, but it got, good Lord, that was a, that was a brilliant show. Mm-hmm. I have all the fond memories of it, and like there was also Boom I saw with Christine, right? Which reaffirmed my admiration for Rick Miller <laughs> so much. Like that was amazing show. Like seeing it two years a year apart, like it was just. <laughs> and then there was uh, what was the other one too? I went to this one alone. It was um, well, I'm trying to think of. Oh yeah, Flea at the Fox Cabaret. Now I wouldn't want to run a blacklight anywhere in there, but it's an amazing <laughs> show. Like that was like just some of these things I've had the opportunity to see. Like I got a kudos, and Andy said earlier. That we were t- that we we're kind of like ambassadors for this, and I think mm-hmm. that some of these shows, like I think about Flea, which is a very strange, very very good show and almost impossible to summarize. Like that might sh- that show, I I I'd like to think that I could have helped that reach a broader audience because it mm-hmm. deserved that. I think it did, and I think that's what we mm-hmm. want to do too. When we do, you know, talk about all these really cool events, when mm-hmm. we highlight them in our reviews or even interview the artists, we are really trying to bridge yeah. this connection yeah. with local people with the local arts because I think that's what we really want to do that there's so much great talent here and there's so much great opportunity and we want people to be able to access that and the same thing with oh yeah yeah same thing with CITR too we have this wonderful resource um, kind of hub we do yeah we do that allows you that allows me that allows Christine and Andy to learn how to you know basically work on radio and work with a really cool format right for radio 
And again, it is all run by donations. Like that's that's the great pitch for donations. Like think about it here. CITR, we got music shows, mm-hmm. we got review shows, yes. we got CanCon, we got yep. FemCon and local. Can you dig it? I can dig we it. We got student involvement, right? We got clubs, we got the women's collective, we have the norm represented in here, we got the bike co-op. Can you dig it? I can dig it. And you can dig it too so by donate. calling us at 604-822-8648. And again, I will match you Every dollar, please donate maybe up to 101.9. That's right. How about right. that, then? Can you dig that? Hopefully you can dig that. And the prizes are just continuing to keep on rolling. They are not going to stop until we help CITR radio station raise um, the goal that they have, the $40,000. Um, we've realized that it would be amazing if we could raise it all in the span of the last 10 minutes of our show, but we realize that might not be uh, plausible. Mm-hmm. But regardless, we have three books that we are going to be giving away to our next donation callers. And the first book is called Traversing Leonard by Craig Saval. And this is a book about a young physicist at the at a major university in New York State who reveals some crazy wild theories about quantum time travel. Can you dig it? Next book is The Shadows We Mistake for Love by Tom Wayman. And this is a book that is all about um, what it's like living in the Slocan Valley um, near the Selkirk Mountains. Can you dig it? And last of all, we have Seep by W. Mark Giles, who um, wrote a wonderful novel, actually, about... Um, about this protagonist named Giles who's born on a baseball diamond in the midst of a whole bunch of crazy conflict going around. And um, the theme of this book is really the concept of devotion to a place and devotion to a particular time. Can you dig it? So these books, these books that I have just pitched to you will be yours if you donate and call in. So without further ado, we are going to be right back with a couple PSAs. And then you'll get more amazing Arts Report content. Can you dig it? When you join Balloon Club, we guarantee that you will be able to make a balloon poodle within the first day. Here at the UBC Ant Club, we just like to talk about ants and compare ant farms. Uh, It's really cool. Paperclip Club is all about, well, paperclips mostly. At Blah Club, you can blah blah, blah 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 blah. Explosions. There's only one club worth joining at UBC, and that's CITR 101.9 FM. We got free tickets to shows, whirly pops, professional help in all types of audio engineering, passes to festivals, crazy parties, live band swag, all types of crazy people. Our programming manager rides a motorcycle. There's freestyle rapping, Nardwar, the human serviette, the vinyl and record libraries, Discorder magazine, free studio recording, and it sure beats the hell out of Paperclip Club, which is a thing that I just made up because I work at CITR. So come check us out on the floor of the Student Union Building. We got all types of crazy sh** for you to do. Or check us out online at www.citr.ca. Welcome back, Arts Report listeners. We are in the final stretch of our Fun Drive show. We have exactly nine minutes left to continue raising funds for this amazing station. In studio, you have myself, Christine Kim, Ashley Park. Andy Talk. And Jake Clark. We are here to um, talk to you guys, listeners, about how amazing CITR is and the wonderful works that they are going to be doing with the money that they're raising throughout this week. Ashley, please take it away. Well, one thing about the money is the reason why we need it is quality programming costs money, obviously. And each hour of live broadcasting, including our show, costs about $28. And each show costs about $2,100 per year. So the money that is being raised, it is going directly into these shows, directly into making sure that we have good equipment, that we have um, training available for all students. What we need is your support to continue to keep quality radio alive and well. And to do so, you can do it by calling us at 604-822-8648 and giving us a donation. 
And depending on how much you donate, we have fabulous prizes to be won here at the Arts Report and also in general from CITR as a token of our appreciation for your, um, your basically your patronage. And one thing we also have specially for people who are interested in donating to the Arts Report is that one of our very stoic arts reporters, Andy, will be doing an interpretive dance right now in studio, and we will be putting up that really cool video on our Facebook page, which is open to the public, if we get over $101.90 for our donations. I do have to disclaim that much like Jake doesn't have a face for radio, I, I, don't, I, have, a, I have dance for radio. So, <laughs> Dance for radio. <laughs> there you go. Well, think about it, though. You know, it's interpretive dance. We're going to interpret this. And believe you me, when we, please, the more you give us, the more there is the don't to donate, the more there is to interpret. Mm-hmm. Think about it. We have to think about all these, all the faces on the bills. Like, think about that one. Like, interpret this, interpret the, uh, this is, okay, it, that's not on there anymore. Is that's it? okay. That's okay. But I, but again, anyone who calls in right now, we will let you know what Andy's doing through his interpretive dance. He has just gotten up. He's waving his hands around like he is some sort of tree in the wind. It is February. No, it's not. It's March, but it still feels like February. Oh, yeah! It's cold. But anyways, what we're doing is we want you to also be able to kind of connect with us, connect with our Facebook, connect with CITR. And to do so, the best way to do it is by donating. Again, 604-822-8648. Please help us grow our um, grow the quality of our radio. Again, the theme is growth. And you and for me, uh, especially with the Arts Report, I felt like um, the show has grown in such an organic way. We have a lot of volunteers coming in who are interested in seeing what CITR can, you know, do to help them, I guess, uh, achieve um, skills in radio and also to kind of connect with community. And for me, personally, I really felt that. I want to actually thank all you guys for uh, being a part of the show with me. Um, it's always really um, challenging when you kind of, like, go on to direct something, but I would have not been able to host such a fantabulous show without uh, Christine's support, Christine's hard work, without the effort and care that you guys put into your reporting, Andy and Jake. Good wording. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, I hope I have good wording, man. <laughs> but really, and most importantly, I want to thank you guys, the listeners, because without you listeners kind of continuing to tune into our show, letting us know how we can, you know, um, bring you better content, bring you cooler stuff so that you guys can also be be able to, like, share in that experience. Without you guys, this show would not be what it is today. And through your donations, this is how we can achieve that and keep that quality better and continue to grow as a show to make sure that we can give you the best of what we got. And just a live update of our fund drive total right now. So far in the week, we have raised $17,940, and we really want to break the $18,000 mark. That only requires $60 more, and then we're at the $18,000 mark. Please, if you are listening, um, donate now to CITR at 604 822-8648 and know that if you're donating it's not just the um, amazing work that CITR does that you'll be contributing to but it also is specifically us the arts report that you are going to be helping contribute because where do we host this show and how do we get all the programming content that we do get if it's not for this building and for this organization i know right you seem to pump up the volume home radio is really hard to jerry-rig and the quality <laughs> is not great mm-hmm. hey. and might, might i remind all listeners last year during the fun drive uh, with the money that was raised citr actually digitized all of its historic reel-to-reel collections and it helped this the citr as an organization move into this incredible new space mm-hmm. and um, now that we are able to move into this new space, we are able to, again, bring you content all throughout um, UBC and um, major areas in Vancouver. And also, the studio here has locations for you know, people to come and record their own music, come and use it for other audio stuff. 
it, it again, it is available for students' use, and we can't have done it without the support from all listeners. I think we've got a couple of guys mixing dubstep in the next room right now. Like, think about that. That's creation in a, that, 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 that's essentially creation in effect. That is true. That is true. Right. I, I mean, I've seen We Are Your Friends. I understand it does take some effort to create dubstep. I'm just not fully there yet. Now, we want to thank all of you listeners for listening to the Arts Report show today. Our next, this show that's going to be up next is Sharing Science. Sharing Science. And they, too, will be having that special broadcast um, for the fun drive um, that's happening here at the CITR station. And, you know, if anything on today's show, any of the prizes that we mentioned just specifically, too, is something that you're interested in, please feel free to call at any point, 604-822-8648. And if you just want to reach out to the Arts Report um, specifically, please find us on our Facebook and our Twitter accounts. Our Twitter handle is at CITR underscore Arts Report. And our Facebook account is is the Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM. So thank you again for tuning in. And as we all sign off, um, why don't we say one word that describes um, the Arts Report or CITR station. So my name is Christine Kim, and the Arts Report is fun. Arts Report and CITR is inclusive. The Arts Report is community. I'm Jake Clark, and what else can I say but cheers. Tune in again next week for another edition of the Arts Report. Good evening. Good evening. Be intrigued. Be amazed. Be inspired. Attend a three-minute thesis competition and experience the purpose and passion of some of UBC's finest graduate